Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. It's your host, Scott, the man with the voice, the one that's doing this podcast. Well, happy Halloween, everyone, and happy Dia de los Muertos, All Saints Day and all that. I know coming up is Guy Fox's uh, day, Guy Fox Day, which is coming up on the 5th of this month. Coming up, this is now November. I know it's a little late. I was meant to do this on Halloween, but things got ahead of me and I had no chance in hell of recording it due to the fact that some of it was just shot completely on my recording and it was kind of rushed sounding and I didn't want that for my podcast. Now I am doing this one a little bit differently today because I don't really know how to explain this album or talk about it because this album came out last year and it's been one that I've been wanting to do for a while. And it is the album Ordinary Man by Ozzy Osbourne. This album came out last year, probably in the best time ever for me. And I honestly got to say this is before I started doing musical podcast reviews at all. And that's what kind of makes this a bit of a weird surprise. Because it kind of was almost the precursor for music for the career to share. Because I I was going to do one. But I didn't know if I should have too many going on. Because I already had... Midnight Movie Professionals, and I was just about to start the other one uh, for Project Blue Book, but I didn't want to do too many all in one go. This is why, probably after this one, I'm going to take a bit of a break for a little bit of time for any music-related podcasts. I might do more in the future, but right now, this might be the last one in 2021. I could be wrong. I could could be completely lying, but I don't know. Right now, I'm uncertain. I just know that... I have a few more movie-related podcasts that I'm going to be doing soon enough. I do movie-related as well as the episode, the episodic bit for Cowboy Bebop, Declassified Body File is coming back, which is good news for those that liked it. Now, those that enjoyed that series will be happy to see it come back, brand spanking new of sorts, but who knows? You might not like that it's coming back. You might enjoy it, you might not. I don't know. It's your choice. But anyways... Ordinary Man, and this album starts with the song I do recall being called Straight to Hell. This song, if I'm honest, was good when I first heard it. It was my favorite, but I love the chanting at the beginning and just the fact that it sounds like someone's actually going straight to hell and never coming back from that place in their life. In a sense, they just feel like they're just, they've done so many bad things, they just don't know what to do with themselves and they just don't know how to handle it and honestly i gotta say the production on this song was good it was very well done it was one of my favorites last year it still is one of my favorites to listen to every now and then i don't listen to it a whole lot but i listen to it every now and then it was it was an album that i had playing in the back of my head for weeks when i first heard it after that the next one all my life this one It's not my absolute favorite, but it has its moments of being good. I don't see why it couldn't be good at all. It's just one of those ones that's just... It's an album, you know what I mean? It's... I don't know what to say. Like, Andrew Watt and Louis Bell did work a lot on this album and did well with it. And it doesn't help that uh, Chad Smith and Duff Kagan, both from the Red Hot Chili Peppers and guns and roses respectively were working on this album too to make it really just fantastic and just amazing sounding and just this whole album has those three those three besides Ozzy together on it and it's just so good 
I know there's two more songs. I know there's a couple other songs later on that are eh, okay. Not my favorite, but All My Life is a solid one. Goodbye is another one that's also amazing. But the best one that really put this album into almost like into straight down at a 10 territory was the single Ordinary Man featuring Elton John. This literally, this the single on its own is a 10 out of 10. I absolutely loved it, and I still do. But like, if I was to choose anything else from this album that I love that would make it just overall a 10 out of 10, it would be that and uh, Scary Little Greenman. But that's a song that we'll talk about later on. But this one has Ozzy talking about like he just doesn't want to die an ordinary man. Yeah, you won't do that at all. Like, you will never have to be worried about that. You have lived a successful life. You've lived a long life, my friend. And you will definitely never, ever end up being just a regular person in your life, period. You will not have that happen to you, bud. When you do pass on, I know this will be one of the songs I'll remember listening to, as well as many others from your past, but this will be the one that if I had to choose an album to say he's going to go out on top with, this would be the one to help say that. Because his last album, Scream, wasn't bad and all, but it just it, it needed Zach Wilde. This album also, I felt, needed a little bit of Zach Wilde, but it didn't need it a whole lot. But this song, with all, like... Elton playing the piano, I think, all the way through it. I don't know. I think he might have been doing the keyboards on it. I don't know. Well, not the keyboards, but, like, the whole piano itself. I know he sings on this, too, so it also just... It screams, wow. And then... The next track on this album, Under the Graveyard, I kind of like as well. It's a nice little touch-up. It's a little bit more... Not spooky, but it, it, it's very different. I always kind of talk about death a lot. Then his next song, which is very um, Alice Cooper-esque, Eat Me, I actually kind of liked. I didn't expect to, but I expected to just kind of like, eh, whatever. But Today's the End was another one was I was kind of like, eh, about... It wasn't my favorite, but I could say it was good. Nevertheless, Scary Little Greenman sounds like he's really just on some sort of hallucinogenic or just something or he's just thinking about there's an alien about to evolve like it, like invade not involve like be like aliens and like invade the earth or something like that it feels like a very strange song but what's funny is that when i looked it up apparently tom morello was on this track like, was working on this track i know slash worked on like straight to hell and ordinary mouth the guitar which was just amazing sounding, I'm telling you. Like, on this one, too, it just... I didn't think he was on this at all. But I guess he worked a little bit on it with uh, Andrew Watt. Because I know... Maybe... Yeah. Like, I think he was doing that as well. But I didn't know he was on this one at all. I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. So not that he was a part of it. But I know his daughter was on Eat Me. Uh, Kelly, I mean, not Amy. Because she doesn't care about... Any of that shit it feels like but whatever it doesn't matter but i know this song just <sighs> holy for tonight was the last song i thought was like the last of the album because it just it felt a lot longer but it was so good either way which to be honest made it worthwhile to listen to and it just it in, in, invoked invoked so much more than i didn't expect but honestly it worked well too it's benefit and it just it made itself just say hey i'm here get used to it you know like it didn't intend to be something it wasn't which is nice about this album 
Then come the two songs I don't really like at all on this album, really. And I'm going to admit, I don't necessarily like them a whole lot. Mostly due to the inclusion of, um, what's his name? Post Malone on both. Don't get me wrong, he's an alright person, but I'm just not someone that likes listening to him on a constant basis, so maybe I'm just jaded in that sense, but It's a Raid featuring featuring Post Malone was not my favorite song on this album. No one was Take What You Want, but it was more Post Malone featuring Ozzy and Travis, and it was a bonus track for the CD cassette and digital releases. I had the digital release. I didn't know this was on cassette, too. That's the weird thing. I didn't know this came out on cassette. I thought it was just CD and whatever. I didn't know cassettes were coming back like that. But either way, it's not a big deal. The album is just... It is what it is. I'm glad it, it got released on cassette. That was kind of interesting to see. Because you don't think that an album in this day and age, 2020 or 2021, will get that. I know it got its certification of gold here in Canada and in the U.S., which is nice, but I, I gotta say, Take What You Want is more of a Post Malone song than an Aussie song, and I don't mind that, but I'm not a fan of it, nor am I a big fan of It's a Raid. I know Tom Rodol is, is also on that too, and again, I don't find this song that enjoyable, like these two songs enjoyable. Maybe I'm jaded that way, but I have to say, this, this album overall is good. It's not the best. But it's a lot better than what I got in the last Ozzy Osbourne effort, which was Scream, which came out 10 years beforehand. Now 11, if I'm honest. And that album was okay, but it wasn't something I really liked. I'm not saying it was that bad, but it's just... It's the only one to feature the guitarist Gus G, who hasn't worked with anyone else. Like, he's now working... With the, his own band Firewind But he worked with Ozzy for one year And honestly I'm not saying it was a bad time But I didn't find The songs that he worked on With this album That good Like, like well, not on screen I mean But overall on this one They were good Just the only song I didn't like on this one The only two I didn't like Like I mentioned were It's a Raid and Take What You Want I know he had a Japanese bonus track that I couldn't get access to, which was like a minute 47, but that's whatever. That's not a big deal. For an album that's nearly an hour, hour long with 11 tracks, spanning some really good features and some really good folks working on it, like Slash, Tom Morello, Duff McKagan, Chad Smith, like, and Ozzy all together, that's actually kind of awesome. And I know for a fact I heard something recently where... Zach Wild, who used to be working with him up until Black Rain, from No More Tears to Black Rain, is coming back because he took a, a little bit of time off to work on his band Black Label Society because he felt like a lot of the music that he was working on with Ozzy started to sound like that and vice versa, and he didn't want that. He wanted to take a break. And Ozzy did say he's more than happy to come back like whenever he wants to, and apparently he's going to be doing backup work on the next well back like uh, rhythm guitar on the next album which is nice but i'm getting ahead of myself ladies and gentlemen i'm sorry for that but this album if i had to choose just one album to say i liked and found was good i gotta say this album is an eight out of ten i liked it a lot there were moments that i didn't like 
And you know what? That happens to me a lot. I'm not going to say every album is perfect. But I'm not going to say this album sucks completely. It has nine albums, like nine tracks out of 11 that are good. And that's what I like. But it's not enough to give it a perfect 10. But you know what? If you are an Ozzy Osbourne fan, you probably think I am old-fashioned or maybe I'm just too old to listen to him or whatever. It doesn't matter. I found this album good. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm biased. Who knows? But I do know next year I will do an album review for a Billy Idol album that I know I've listened to a few times in the past. And I know I feel like it's 55 years away from being the future. And that album will be, because it won't be, uh, this album will not be reviewed right away, but it'll probably be around January or mid-February if I decide to do so. But that album is going to be Cyberpunk by Billy Idol. That'll be my next review. There won't be any reviews in December, because I'm taking a break from doing any reviews, except for a couple of movies that are out next month. This month, there aren't any movies that I want to see currently, so I won't be reviewing them at all. But the movie, like the ones I need to see, I'll review and then go from there. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I hope and everyone else are there. Sorry, I should be saying everyone. I keep on forgetting. Because there's more than just ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry for that. But everyone that's listening to this album, like, is listening to this album, is probably giving their thoughts on it. And you know what? Good for you for giving your thoughts. I'm giving my thoughts now. Now, until next time, everyone, I hope you all have an amazing time out there. Enjoy the holidays. There won't be any music from the curator's chair next month due to the musical break that I'm taking. But there will be a few Midnight Movie Professionals, and there will be the Declassified Bounty Files coming back. Those will be out very soon. And when they do come out, I hope you all give them a listen. Until next time, everyone, this is Scott signing out. End transmission.